Welcome back to another episode of FN Sports Bets brought to you by the Drive-In Network. I am your slightly hungover 22-year-old co-host now, recent birthday. Thank you. Yeah, applause, applause. Um, I too am hungover. Oh, dude. Well, that wasn't in the pre-show notes. I didn't know that. Uh, what was it for you? Last night for me, it was a couple uh, Kirkland hard seltzers with a combination of a little bit of weed. I had... A uh, couple Moon Men, Moon Men. Oh yeah, uh, New Glares, and then also some Kirkland Seltzers. We were playing uh, some Wii Sports and just uh, getting <laughs> after it. So, all right, I was painting my nails, so I like yours better. Um, this is week ten, I believe. Last week was week nine. Uh, I went into the week forty-four and thirty-two. No, 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 no. I went into the week 51 and 36. I just realized I counted that wrong. Last week, I went five and five. I was feeling a little more hot than that. Um, So as of now, doing some quick math, I am 56 and 41 on the year. Boy, are those losses kind of starting to pile up against me here, but we'll get them this week. Uh, And uh, we again welcome fellow co-host Nathan Ng to the show. He's got the first game. Start off, whatever you want. Last week, you can talk about, uh, for me, the the big games, I picked Seattle to cover. Russell Wilson threw like four or five interceptions. I still like him. That's still a good team. Baltimore covered, Houston covered, uh, Las Vegas won, New England uh, won. I fucked up. Oh, damn it. I messed up. I'm 22. I messed up a lot of the over-unders. That's really what made me lose was uh, I messed up a lot of over-unders. over-unders. So Nathan, take it away. What do you got for your first game? Actually, I'm just going to briefly touch on last week. Uh, I don't know my exact record. I threw it out. I binge uh, cleaned my room. So uh, I'm not sure about each game, but I know for sure uh, I was wrong about the uh, spread for uh, – Steelers Cowboys game. Uh, I don't know what it was, but it definitely wasn't five points. And I definitely said the Steelers were going to just absolutely demolish the Cowboys. So, quote, nail better there. Steelers still won, but was near, not nearly, or was way closer than I thought it was going to be. Uh, and then also the uh, Saints and Bucks game. I don't know what I said, but I know I said the Buccaneers were going to win. And uh, Antonio well, they Brown curse. They couldn't do anything. You know what? He had five games. He had like four catchers. He, yeah. Whatever. He, he but, was docile. I was very wrong. The Saints came out and just shit on him. Tom Brady's washed. Uh, so, yeah, we're just going to move right into this week. Uh, we're not obviously talking about Thursday night because it is currently Saturday. But uh, I would have picked the Titans, if I'm being honest. Uh, they didn't win. Their punter needs to be fired. Uh, that's that. Colts win 34-17. I'm not going to move into games that haven't happened yet. First one being uh, Cincinnati at Pittsburgh. Uh, rolling with the Steelers like I did last week. Um, they're seven point favorite and I have them winning and covering. And I'm also going to take the over at 46 because I think both teams have weapons on, uh, on the offensive side of the ball that can get in the end zone. Um, and I think Pittsburgh is more motivated than they have been all year. You know, they're still the, what are they? Eight? No, nine, nine, no, eight, no undefeated. Yeah. I, undefeated. Know, they they, they have kind of messed up with COVID, but yeah. Um, I, know. I think that there's a lot of motivation there on the other side of the ball. Uh, Joe Burrow. And the Bengals have come out and looked pretty solid at times, for sure. They proved they can score points. And Joe Burrow has established himself as a you know pretty solid quarterback in the NFL. So 
Once again, I have Pittsburgh winning and covering, and I'm also going to take the over here at 46 because I think both teams are capable of uh, getting to the end zone. Yeah, this is going to be a high score, I think. Um, I don't know what the weather's supposed to be like. I think that, you know, as you get later in the year, you do need to look at things like snow and sleet and rain. But uh, the Bengals team can score a lot of points. Uh, but I also think what will make this game go over is I do think if you can bet on uh, – a defensive touchdown by the Steelers. They're going to be coming off a week against the Cowboys where they didn't look that good, almost, you know, losing that game. And all that was going into that game was talking about how good that defense was. And then uh, if you look at the offensive line of this Bengals team, it's just, uh, you know, so poor and they play fine a little early in games and towards the end of the games, you know, and they're in hurry up situations or just trying to get some points on the board. Uh, Joe Burrow's done really well. I like that overpick. Uh, I think that this is an easy Steelers cover, especially if you're getting it at seven or seven, seven and a half would be a little different, but if you're getting it at seven straight up. Yeah. I like that one. Um, one funny thing. Did you see, uh, there's a picture of Ben Roethlisberger. First of all, did you watch much of the Pittsburgh, uh, Dallas game or not really? Uh, a little bit. I watched the end, uh, basically. Ben got hit. Ben Roethlisberger got hit in the knee, and it actually looked really bad. Like, I thought he tore his ACL just from, like, how he oh, reacted. God. And um, uh, <laughs> I thought for some reason you said that'd be awesome, so that is why I laughed. Um, oh, no. <laughs> um, and it looked really bad. And so uh, this week at practice, he got put on the COVID list, which I seriously do believe they're just putting him on so he – doesn't have to practice there is a picture of him with two ice packs on each shoulder and two ice packs on each knee very God. funny so uh anyway funny. he'll he'll play through almost anything let's move on to this next oh wait one last thing one last yeah, thing one yeah. last, sorry. i just wanted to comment about that a little external motivation here is there is a bit of a rivalry between these two yeah. teams if you go back a couple years the whole Bontez burst that hit on uh antonio brown and jeremy uh, hill I, I, fumbled ryan chase yep. stripped a ball with like a minute left so, yeah, I just want to say that there, there's a little bit of butting heads here aside from the normal, you know, teams and chip teams in football. So take Wait, that into consideration as well. This isn't – okay, no, I just got this confused with uh, Steelers-Browns thinking about uh, last year when Miles Garrett – Miles Garrett. Uh, no, no, I was also <laughs> going to say that with uh, Mason Rudolph. Where he, I would love to see that happen to Baker Mayfield. I would love that. Sorry. I just would wish Sorry. that he would – stop making all the commercials this one yeah he's got to get in the playbook all right uh let's take more shots of baker mayfield in a minute first let's get into uh washington at detroit detroit's a three and a half point favorite uh that's moved significant no that's what i had sorry i thought i wrote five and a half three and a half points for detroit over under 46 uh i am taking detroit to win and cover here i think it's kind of risky um just because detroit's inconsistent but I think the biggest thing is Washington's quarterback position is still um, not stable and they don't have a solid starter. Obviously Alex Smith has an incredible story and at points in his career, he's been, you know, a top five or 10 quarterback in this league, but right now I don't see it like that. Uh, and Detroit, you know, looks like they're going to win a couple games this year and Matt Patricia's coaching for his job over under 46. Uh, I don't think I'm going to bet on that just because Washington could score three points or they could score uh, 28. That's what we've seen this year, but Detroit will win and cover here minus three and a half. If they lose to Washington, I think that Matt Patricia will get fired. Wow. 
strong words. Uh, I can't argue too much. I think they've had their struggles throughout the year. I think people had some expectations for them. Um, but I, I don't know. It's just it, – it's a tough one here because I think both of these teams have, you know, undersold themselves as far as how they played compared to, you know, how they were expected to play coming in. Um, and I they just, have a ton of I don't know – I feel like there's so much inconsistency on the Washington football team's roster. At least who's going to be throwing the ball. It's, we've seen three different guys this year. It's just hard to say. Um, I'm glad this isn't my game because I really don't have too much input, uh, even on who's going to win. That's uh, tough. So we'll defer to Frankie for that. Uh, one question. Is Dwayne Haskins going to be in Washington next year? Like, do you really think he's that bad of a quarterback? Um, I don't know. I don't think. I just think they want to move on from that. It was I, I one year. I, I know it was one year, but I think that like this year, like they wanted him to like be their guy and you know X Y Z, but it just didn't work out. And I think that they want to just separate themselves from that. Not that they think he's you know the worst ever. I think that they're going to shop him for sure because I think other teams would definitely be interested. Yeah. But I think they just want to be done with that and go in a different direction, whatever that may be. All right. Damn. I agree. All right, All right. Now, we, Cleveland. now Cleveland. Now talking about Baker Mayfield. Uh, we have uh, the Houston Texans at the Cleveland Browns. Uh, Cleveland is a four-point favorite. I'd love um, Houston to win this game. I would. And I'm love actually, it. I'm actually picking the Texans to win. I'm not. You're not changing my mind, as you can see. Oh I, yeah. Yeah. I have nice. it. I have it circled. Um, Texans are coming off a big win against uh, the incredible Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> Nice, uh, tight win for them last week. Uh, but no, no I, I, I'm being serious. Cleveland has been so up and down. I will say they have Nick Chubb coming back, so that oh, that has some implications. But I think that's actually going to perhaps cause more uh, more confusion than anything because now they have to balance. You know, Kareem Hunt has played very well over the last you know five six weeks, but now Chubb's coming back, so they want to get him the ball, but still balance that with Kareem Hunt. And I think that teams, except for the 49ers, uh, have difficulty running this, you know, running back by committee mm-hmm. type offense. I think that has caused many teams some issues in the past just because it's so inconsistent with style of play and different, you know, packages and whatnot. Um, but, yeah, I like a little bit what Houston's been doing. I think Deshaun Watson has certainly gotten back to the form that we know he could be. He has accepted the fact that he can no longer throw to DeAndre Hopkins, so that has opened his, his eyes a little bit, and now he's looking for other people. So I, I like what they've been doing, so I'm picking them to win here, um, and I'm not touching anything else because, like I said, Cleveland's favorite. Um, four four point favorite, and then over under is 45 and a half points. It's pretty low. Both teams, it is low, but both teams can come out and score a bunch of points, or both quarterbacks can come out and lay an egg and throw 150 yards and two picks. So I don't want to touch it besides the fact that I think Houston's going to win. Houston money line is what I would uh, yeah. take here. A little upset pick. Um... Yeah. I like what Houston's been doing. Uh, like, I, I don't think that their blunders this year have been all on Deshaun Watson. I think that sometimes he does try and do too much, but I understand why he's trying to do too much because they don't have a lot. And so um, that makes someone's going to have to step up and make plays, and he does. Cleveland, I mean, boy, this is this was. Yeah. <laughs> The Bungles. Wait, no, that's fucking... That was uh, LeBron James. If you yeah, I am really swearing in this show. Damn it. Um, I think Cleveland's just not... 
they're just too talented. It's like, like they are, they're too talented. It's not like they have a bunch of Rust Belt guys who just want to grind out. It's like they want to do all this stuff. And I get it. Baker Mayfield, you know, wants to sling the ball around. He thinks he's got some swagger to him. And look, I'm sure he's a great guy. I'm sure me and him would shoot the shit just fine. But from a quarterback standpoint, I just can't trust him to make, I can't trust him to make a 15 yard out from the far hash. I can't trust him to make throws that are crucial in games. He can, you know, toss the ball up to Odell Beckham or toss a pick and have Odell Beckham nope, tore his ACL. not throwing anything to Odell Beckham anymore. Because right, he All threw a pick and Odell Beckham tore his ACL trying to make the tackle. Um, anyway, this isn't even my game, so I'm going ham on this. But, uh, yeah, I like the Texans here just because, you know, Cleveland wins, great, but uh, a little upset, never hurt, and this is a good one for it. So I have a little analogy for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have you have to walk before you can run. Both these quarterbacks came out guns ablaze and try to make these crazy plays. Baker Mayfield has continued to try to make these crazy <laughs> plays without first establishing the fact that he can walk. Now, Deshaun Watson came out and now has regressed a little bit, taken a step back, went back to the basics, sits in the pocket, makes the throws he can make, yep. checks it down, and now he's opening himself up. And now he's getting getting into a jog. We'll eventually get into a sprint. Now, Baker Mayfield was tripping over his tied shoelaces and mourning the death of Odell Beckham. So that that is all I have. Uh, I have Houston money line here. Uh, the next game is Jacksonville, Jacksonville at Green Bay. Green Bay is a 13.5-point favorite over under at 47. Uh, oh Green, Green Bay is going to win this game. If Jacksonville wins, uh, I will post a nude picture on Twitter. Uh, so like this is no this is the swish of the week this is a three point like easy money no defenders anything uh i might regret saying that i don't know if i'm gonna take green bay to cover 13 i mean we talked last week about the chiefs uh and carolina and carolina is obviously a better team than jacksonville but uh still 13 and a half points is a lot i think there's a good chance they cover get a prop of Devonte adams scoring a touchdown like that is yeah. the big thing about this game. Green Bay will win pair it with a Devonta Adams touchdown, or I don't know what's going on with the running game. I haven't paid a ton of attention because Aaron Jones and Devonta Adams will be on the field for the first time in like, I don't know how long, or we're on the field last week for the first time. And I don't know how long. All right. So this is what you do. You pick Green Bay to win. I'm not touching the spread. I'm not even touching the over under because it could be a 28 to three game. Um, but you take Green Bay to win here, and you flip a coin, and you either take a Devontae Adams prop for a touchdown or Aaron Jones prop for a touchdown, or you do Green Bay to win, Aaron Jones touchdown, and Devontae Adams touchdown. Boom, winner, winner, chicken dinner. You will have cash money. So that's what I like. I like Green Bay to win. Yeah, I, I like that. There's not much to say about this game. I feel like it's pretty clear and obvious as it gets. Uh, a slam dunk, if you will, a grand slam. <laughs> A hole in one, uh, a turkey and bowling. I, I don't know. It, it, it seems pretty. I, I, Jacksonville, like I said, I was clowning on them a little bit before. Saying I mean, they're fine. Big, big winning. They're fine. They're fine. But, uh, yeah, that's all there is. They're fine. As Matthew Berry said, they're a floor team, not a ceiling team. A floor <laughs> team. I like that. I was so confused. Um. But yeah, I, I like yeah. that pick. And I also like the fact that you said it could be 28 to 3. You know, Green Bay could come out and score 28 yeah. points in the first half. And then that's it. Nothing else, but they're still going to, you know, 
even with their suspect defense. I think that's I don't think not I'm too much make, to ask I, of them. Yeah, suspect defense. That's interesting because they started out so hot. They their were defense. To the beginning of the year, they played well. I thought. Am I getting that mixed up? The whole year it's been bad? Yeah. What am I missing? Oh, yeah, Vikings, Packers. What? I am. All right, move on to the next game. I need to look at this. All right, we have a battle in the most competitive conference in football. Uh, We have uh, the Eagles at the Giants. (laughs) And NFC. Dude, I'd rather I'd Show rather down. light a dumpster on fire and put all of my belongings in it than watch this game. Um, yeah, the Packers defense. Yeah, sucks. no, it's, I it's I'm gonna clown it. I think that these teams, they all, like I said, they always play each other well, so they always seem like in this little bubble that it's a very competitive game between two good football teams, even though it's not. But it's gonna seem that way. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so the Eagles are a four-point favorite, and I like them to win here. Um. I really can't tell you too much about their team, if I'm being honest. <laughs> I don't. I have them to win. I just think that they can do a lot more. I think that Carson Wentz offers a little bit more than Daniel Jones does. I know that Daniel Jones can make those big plays, but going back to the whole walking before you can run, he just seems so antsy back there, and he just like he just can't not like just go for it. He can't just say, "Let's just take what we have." Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think that they don't have nearly as strong as a running game. I know that there's this whole issue with Miles Sanders and uh, remind me of the other guy's name. Poppy uh, Scott. And, um, and but, they still have Jordan Howard from the Bears, I think, too. Yep. Um, but they just seem like they can do a little bit more. Like I said, I think it all comes down to quarterbacks for these two particular teams. I think yeah. Carson Wentz offers a lot more, uh, both experience-wise and just ability, even if he's having a quote-unquote off year. Um, yeah. So yeah, I have Philadelphia win here. Over, over and under is 44 and a half, and I would actually consider maybe taking the under on this. I know it's low, but like... It's the second lowest under this week, outside of Baltimore yeah. and New England, which we'll get and, to. No, no and, and Minnesota, Chicago. Oh, yeah. I, oh, God. <laughs> I have both those games. Yeah, no, I know. That would be a really funny under pick. The thing that's so funny about betting on unders is if you do, like... Even if you don't put money out, but you want it to go under just because, um, no. But you, but, when, when you watch the games, you want nothing to happen. Like you just want three and outs and fumbles and picks. Riddle, riddle me this: How much money would you place on the fact that both the Eagles and the Giants score three touchdowns? <laughs> Even if you got that bet, that'd still be under. If it was like a 23-21 game, it would still be it would be 44 points. <laughs> I'm just think about Yeah. No, like that's the, I think this is an underpick. player. Think about Eagles and Giants players getting in the end zone six times. <laughs> There's a running back for the Giants though who's looked really good. Wayne, Wayne Gallman. He's good. The, he's from Clemson, but there's who it's not um they also have Devontae Freeman, right? Yep, yep. Deion Lewis. No, if it's someone who looks good, it's Wayne Gallman. Deion Lewis. Yeah, Wayne Gallman, oh. Deion Lewis. Alfred Morris is on the Giants? Yeah, he's actually played a little bit. But Wayne Gallman has definitely been their guy. Wayne Gallman, that's who it there. is. He scored a touchdown, I think, the last four weeks. He is, yeah, he did go to Clemson. Average like 50 yards a game for like, you know, 
over 11, 12 carries. It's not bad. All right, we're moving on because we've spent the most time so far on, on, games on, Phil, on Philly, New York. Uh, this next one, is this one mine? This is mine. Tampa Bay yep. at Carolina. Tampa Bay's a six-point favorite over under at 15 and a half. Uh, Carolina looked good. Uh, I'm getting some signals from Nathan uh, from uh, the Zoom call here. I think that he's uh, insinuating that Carolina's going to win here. I do have Tampa Bay circled to win in cover. Uh, but I mean, all right. So do your thing. Do your thing. Do your we thing. can know. Uh, we can determine Christian McCaffrey is actually going to play. And Christian that McCaffrey is not huge. playing. He is not playing. What the? F- he's playing next week. The, the whole AC joint. How he got a second opinion? People thought he might have been out for the rest of the year. He's not. Wait, he's got he a second opinion. AC joint. I watched that game. I'm the second to last play of the game. Oh my god. Okay, Tampa Bay wins and covers LG, minus pull, six. Pull the LG 14 and hurt his <laughs> AC joint in the last. No one is going to get that reference. Or. Maybe, maybe people know us personally. Uh, Tampa Bay is going to win in cover here, minus six. Not picking on the over under. Over under is 50 and a half. Thank you very much. I mean, Antonio That's Brown's going to have a touchdown. Gronkowski's going to have a touchdown. It's in Carolina. Uh, you know, Tom Brady's going to sling the ball around. They're going to look fine. He threw They're three picks last week. I don't know. What'd you say? He threw three he picks? He threw three interceptions. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what Tom Brady's uh, like record is against the spread after a loss, but I bet you it's pretty damn good. Uh, so, Tampa Bay wins and covers here. I want to hear Nathan's take. I just like the way that Carolina came out and played last week. Yeah. I don't know if it was, uh, if it was you know, everyone just having high rounds with CMC being back or what, but um, they came out and they looked good. Teddy looked I thought he looked really good. I think that he's better than a lot of other quarterbacks in the NFL. That was a really good choice by uh, He was slinging it. He was running it. There was one first down where he just like front flipped to get the first down. It was like no quarterback ever would have done that. It was awesome. Um, But realistically, if it was my money, I'd probably put it on Tampa Bay. But maybe if you're feeling risky, you pick Carolina to cover. Yeah, that's a good one. That is a good pick. Not going to win, but cover. Cover, perhaps. I like that. I like that. That's my two cents. Right. Defer to Frankie, though. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. All right. All right. Uh, up next, we got a game between two teams who I have never really watched this year. Oh, come uh, on. <laughs> this is a good one. Den- Denver at Las Vegas. Oh. Um, yeah. Las Vegas is a four-point favorite. Um, I have them winning. Uh, I don't know what to say. I Denver's think looks so good late in games. Denver has looked good late in games. Drew Locke has, you know, been firing all on all cylinders. Uh, Tim Patrick has been playing well. They're getting no fan going. Uh, Phil, uh, I don't think Phil Lindsay's playing very well. But you know, they look good late in games. KJ Hamler. Is number 13 yeah, he's from, is Penn State. from Penn State. Yeah, that return yeah. man specialist, John Sorry, Ross. I keep, I keep interrupting you. Sorry. Oh, he has looked good. Um, but I, I think that the Raiders ultimately have played pretty well this year. They're in the playoff picture. They have definitely have some motivation to win and to continue to play at a high level. Well, at least a moderate level. Um, I think the biggest thing for them, though, is getting Josh Jacobs going to a level that they know they can. He's their stud running back, and he needs to start playing to that level. He's played fine, but I think he needs to 
step it up, um, try to replicate how he played that week one. I think he looked awesome. Um, so maybe re- revolve that offense around him, make sure that he's getting the ball, let him be creative, let him get in space. Um, and then also just get the ball to the playmakers, Darren Waller and uh, Henry Ruggs on the outside. Yeah, so uh, even Hunter Renfro, you know, he's a – yeah, no, just kidding. Don't, don't do that. But, uh, yeah, I have a – What are you going to say? Looks like Raiders, Raiders money line. The over-under is 50 and a half points. I, I, I think – A little high for this game, but I'm not going to comment on that. I kind of like the over there, but I'm not I'm not See? saying shit. Um, I love the Raiders, man. They they look good. There's something about – I think it's – is this the third year with Gruden? I think we talked about last episode. Mm-hmm. His system, him. bad coach. Hey, okay, Jesus, that's not right. I was just about to say, I think that his system is really starting to click, and he's, you know, when you get into, you know, you're the head coach of a team, high school, college. Okay, high school, this one worked. College or you know the NFL, the first couple of years, you don't have the guys that you want. You don't have the personnel groups that you want or draft, and these aren't your draft picks, is your or your you know schedule and system. I think in a couple, couple years into this thing. I like how these Raiders are playing. Um, I'm not sure about the relationship between Derek Carr and John Gruden. I'm not sure if that's a long-lasting thing. I like the Raiders here. I'm not sure if they cover. I think Denver's going to keep it really close and maybe even take Denver to cover plus three and a half or four. Um, I like uh, Vegas to win here, though. Next game, I think this could be one of the games of the week. I think, again, I'm going to do my magic scheduling power. I think that this should have been the Sunday night game. Buffalo at Arizona. Obviously, Arizona's coming off a, a loss against the Dolphins, who they look good. Excuse me, with Tua. Um, Cardinals, Cardinals are still a two-and-a-half-point favorite, over-under at 56. I'm taking the over. Uh, first thing is just there's no – even though it's high, it's might be the highest uh, – it is. It's the highest total of the week. Um, one, I want this to be an exciting game. And two, man, it's hard late in games when you, you're watching a game and you take the over and you don't want teams to score. That's really hard. So I'm going to take the over here. Uh, but man, I, this to me is a toss up. So I could use some help on a pick here. Yeah. I mean, I think this is an awesome game. And if we just think about last year or two years ago, if you heard someone say (laughs) Buffalo and Arizona is going to be a game of the week with that super high scoring game. I think everyone would have been like, what are you talking about? But yeah, I think it's going to be an awesome game. I think both teams are going to put up a lot of points. Defenses are going to be scrambling on the balls of their feet. Um, but yeah, I think it's going to be a big day for uh, DeAndre Hopkins, Christian Kirk, John Brown, and Stephon Diggs. Like those guys are just going to be just torching back and forth. I think it's going to be super fun to watch. Um, you said the over was what, 55? 56. 56? Yeah. Oof. I mean, I like it. It's a lot I like of it. points. It's a lot of points, but it's, if Kyler Murray plays on the selfish level that he normally plays, I, I think that can be achieved. The selfish level? He yeah, dude, he's played. selfish. You know, how many times do you see him run the read option and give it on the goal? He, he doesn't. He doesn't. Even if it's there, he's like, ah, fuck it. I'm going to want the points for myself. Like, <laughs> greedy bastard. Okay. Yeah, Jesus. Uh, Wait, so who'd you pick to win? You didn't pick anyone to win. Well, that was the point. Uh, I don't know. I uh, Neither do I. I kind of like Buffalo here. I love how they play. I think Josh Allen's real good this year. But my only real pick for this is the over. And guess what? I bet this game is like a 14 to 17 game. But 
I can't take the under on this just because of what these two teams are capable of. So let's get to Seattle. Seattle at the Rams, Nathan. This one looks – This is another or, one um, yeah. that could certainly be a game of the week. Um, yeah, uh, Rams are a two-point favorite over Seattle. Seattle's coming off uh, a tough week. Russell Wilson's coming off a tough stretch. Um, he's turned yeah. the ball over a lot uh, six times or something. Some, something in like the last two weeks yep he hasn't been as sharp he hasn't been cooking he's been using the microwave he tried to you know get copyright for the term russ is cooking or whatever and that's just not okay wait what he like tried to copyright like the phrase like russ is cooking what is russ is cooking you haven't heard that like, he's cooking like russ is cooking let oh, him cook. Oh, oh, let russ cook. right like you're hot or you're let yeah. russ cook i think that's what it was he was copywriting let russ cook um, and then he came out and just turned the ball over. <laughs> um, that, like I said, Rams are a two-point favorite here. Uh, it's at SoFi, um, so that's probably where that two-point comes from. But I'm actually picking Seattle to win here. Um, I think that Russell Wilson is going to get back on track. I think that DK Metcalf is going to just absolutely destroy uh, Jalen Ramsey. Ramsey. so excited for him. To oh. Jalen Ramsey is going to bounce right off DK Metcalf, and it's going to be awesome. I cannot wait to watch that uh the over the over under is at 54 and a half another really high one um that's tough the only yeah. thing that has makes me hesitate is the rams offense <laughs> Sorry. is is spotty they can score a lot of points but they can also come out and just like Dude, so, they uh, don't have a number one receiver for years they just yeah. don't they the problem that they have to alternate between either Cooper Cup or Robert Woods is gonna have a big game, and neither of those guys, they they work between the hashes for a majority. They're both like they're I, great. I no, they're know. great. They're really they're great. Good. They don't have they don't have a guy I feel like they can go to downfield reliably. Yeah. Um, and th- that's that's an issue. But and when I mean, Jared, Jared Goff, Goff gets pressure, yeah, when Jared Goff's on his game. That's true. And has has more than two seconds to throw. I, I think there's often going to score points, but if, if Seattle gets in his face at all, uh, it might be a long night for him. That being said, Seattle's defense is one of the worst rankings in, in the NFL. It, it, they can't really do much. Uh, at least their secondary can is very, very spotty. So I think there's opportunity for uh, for both Cooper Cup and Robert Woods here. Uh, but like I said, I think, I think Seattle, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, Chris Carson, and Russell Wilson are just going to be too much. Uh, for Jalen Ramsey and that Rams defense. So I have Seattle to win here um, and and cover as well. Two points. Yeah. So. Uh, so after last week, I did watch – I watched most of the Bills, Seattle, and uh, Buffalo game. You know, seeing Russell Wilson just throw pick after pick or getting strip sacked. I actually went back and I watched the 2014 NFC Championship game. I watched the whole thing that – like that night on a replay, obviously, you know, Brandon Bostick and that whole game and things like that. Uh, actually, I watched that game with Nathan, I believe. Uh, we, went out, we went outside to toss a football in front of my house and my mom, who doesn't know football, opened the door and she said, guys, I, I think something happened. <laughs> we were like, what? Anyway. Oh, because the Packers were up and it was the end of the third quarter. And we're like, game's over. Let's go just throw football. And then uh, something happened. Something definitely happened. Oh, it's just something happened. Anyway, uh, the thing I like about Russell Wilson, he just does not give up. He just doesn't. And we saw it in the Arizona game, and that entire team 
I even watched, uh, this is really a deep cut. I just watched Trojan War 30 for 30, right? That talks about USC. Pete Carroll knows how to coach. He knows how to keep people in games. He knows how to rally the troops. Yeah. He knows how to motivate his team to play. He can. He makes me want to run through a brick wall. Yeah. His player like playing for him and he can get them to do things. He can motivate them to do things differently and change within a game. And that's what I think makes him such a good coach. Yeah. So the players coach. He really is. And so uh, here I like Seattle. I'm not sure if I'm going to take them to outright win, but I do think I'd take them to cover here. Plus two and a half. Um, over under here. I'm not picking, not my game, but I definitely like Seattle in some capacity here. Yeah. What do you got? One more thing to ask you, and this has been a hot topic debate within my house, um, is a lot of my roommates don't like Russell Wilson. As a person not or his, as a football not player? His play, as a person. They think that he's extremely fluffy and very pretentious almost in his interviews about, oh, God, you know, God's given me the best family. My family's so beautiful. I have a perfect family. Look at this. Look at that. I just work so hard. I, blah, blah, blah. And, they, and it wasn't something that I really realized. And I started watching these interviews and I, I somewhat agree i don't think he's a terrible person but but i think that he has this you know very fake and fluffy facade about him that just kind of rubs me the wrong way as being like this little douchey and pretentious yeah just i, I just no, no 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 I, so i like that i like that topic i've actually heard a lot of that and this well. has nothing to do with this plan no no, no we're we're strictly I, we're off the books we're out of statistics um you know i i love to watch retroactively retrospectively like you know gruden's qb camps or uh there is a special about russell wilson transferring to wisconsin and follows him around fall camp who is the guy he was going against yeah he beat out some guy who like his shoulder like exploded and he could not even lift his arm up uh you'll get that name well nathan does that um yeah russell wilson you know i remember he put out a video where he was laying in bed with Sierra, his wife. I don't know her last name. I think she's a music artist. Isn't it Wilson? Yeah, good, good one, good one. Uh, <laughs> um, and you know he's a little strange, but you know you have to put on some sort of front when you're a quarterback in the National Football League and you're in the spotlight. Um, and you know I think he's a humble dude, doesn't give up, and I think he's a great player. And I even think he's a great person. That's what it seems like. It seems like he has fantastic character. But some of his interviews and, like, the stuff he puts on Twitter, it just makes me feel uh, – kind of makes me feel like shit. Like, I wish he was a little more real uh, in the way he's perceived in the the public eye. But I get, you know, you're, you're a star quarterback. You kind of got to put on a couple different hats. Did you get the name of who Russell Wilson – beat out in fall camp is it joe brennan brennan we're taking or we're doing a mid-show break without any cuts and i'm googling who did russell wilson beat out beat out for qb matt flynn nope okay that's nope that was that was (laughs) seattle was it 2011 yes uh wait no, no 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 yeah all right we're doing this wormhole go to the wisconsin football roster from c-o-n-c-o-n 
uh, roster. Let's just go to 20. John McCullough, Kurt Phillips, Joe Brennan, Nate Haley, Drew McAdams, Scott Tolzien. I know it doesn't sound like any of them. What? Uh, he was number five. And he was a – what's the video? Uh, I love this. I love this. It's a, like Russell Wilson fall camp or something. Russell Wilson fall camp. Do why, I did Darren, why did Darren Thomas just pop up? Do you know who that is? Yeah, the, the safety from the Steelers who broke a uh, nope. Jennings. Li- nope. Darren Thomas? Darren, not Darren Shopper. Oh, Darren, Darren Thomas. Thomas. Oh, oh, Darren Thomas was sick. You know who he is now, don't you? Yeah, dude. I just, I did have to Google. Let's see if Look I can this video that you can popped research. Up. I'm sorry. Last thing. No, go for it. In my, in my search for this quarterback, a video popped up called Wisconsin Football. Why historically awful QB play in Wisconsin? It's true. It is true. I'm sorry. We're going to get back on topic. You guys back on. To uh, next game, San Francisco at New Orleans. New Orleans, 10-point favorite. What? Wait. What? This is an interesting spread. New Orleans, a 10-point favorite. It's plus 102 if they cover 10 points. That's wild. That? What do you mean that's it? When would, when would a cover it? That's insane. And then the over-under is 49. I think about, like, the game last year, George Kittle had a sick catch and dragged, yep. like, two or three Marshall defenders. Lattimore. Is Nick Mullins starting this week? Is that is that what it is? I believe so. Okay. Uh, yeah, sadly. I don't really – boy, this isn't a, po- a political show, but I did not appreciate Drew Brees' response to a lot of the Black Lives Matter stuff. Uh, that's I hate the dude. It's actually been super hard for me oh, to like man. cheer for them this year. Uh, because I used to like Drew Brees. Yeah, I, I was really a humble him. dude. That's a good story. But anyway, let's take. We can. We don't need to talk politics. Well, this is this is just you know mental vacation for some people. You know, they probably just listen. You know, commuting to work. Obviously, we have tons of tons of loyal listeners. Uh, anyway, New Orleans wins here. Shout out Finland. Yeah, we had one person in Finland. I got to look at that again. Uh, New Orleans wins here. That's the only thing I got. I'm not picking anything else. Do you have any other thoughts, Nathan? I'm going to tell you something. Uh, narrative of the year has been me picking the 49ers to win every week. Uh, if I don't pick them, they'll probably win. If I do pick them, they're going to get shit on. So I'm not going to say anything. Uh, they have definitely been disappointing. Injury plague and just a, a shell of their former selves last year. They got injuries uh, all around Again, the a lot of people hurt. I think they get Ayuk back this week, Tevin Coleman, but still no Raheem Mostert, no Debo Samuel, no George Kittle, no Jimmy Garoppolo. Not even that you want Jimmy Garoppolo out there. No Nick Bosa. Quan Alexander has been shipped off. It's a scrap-together team, and I think they're fighting for – I don't know what they're fighting for. Their jobs. They could, they, could get in the, they could get in the playoffs. They could get in, um, but they would, they would not have to win out, but virtually they would have to win – win probably five five more games five six more games um and they would have to hope that uh, the rest of the nfc west plays each other tough uh so there is a little motivation to play there i think it's going to come down to mullen's quarterback play he's terrific when they he gets thrown into the game uh similar to uh, nick Foles, kind of just gets thrown into the rigor and no expectations he usually plays really well but when he's had time to prepare and when the pressure's on he it gets to him so it's going to come down to that but like you said i think 
you got to go New Orleans to win this game. Yeah. Michael Thomas is back and finally. He is fine. So yeah, they look good. Alvin keep, Kamara is he, is. he is very slippery. Uh, he's got to be up there with Dalvin Cook for one of the best backs in the league. At By the way, they do in their own respective. Given our uh, analytics, no one from our hometown listens to this. There's one person from Madison, Wisconsin, who's downloaded a show. Uh, And by country, United States, 129 downloads, and then one download for four different countries, Norway, Finland, Germany, and Canada. I'm going to tell you why. I, I can't explain Canada, but if you look at the name of the podcast, FN. I believe the international abbreviation for Finland. Oh, Finland, Germany, Norway are all within uh, somewhat similar geographical. You know. Sports bets. <laughs> so I don't know if there's they search Finland like fish hunting or something that would be fishing, but Fins. if they like are searching a uh, for some sort of Finnish thing and they pull us up and they just clueless but they already downloaded it they downloaded they never listened they're like what no actually what just keep talking all right uh i'm gonna go i'm gonna do my final game uh before nathan does his two in a row he'll do two in a row i'll do two in a row uh the my final game is it's at 410 it's called a write-in game i'm not sure it's probably a covid kind of thing or rescheduling los angeles chargers at miami dolphins dolphins are one point favorite after a two a win last week he looked really good over under 48 and a half i think the dolphins win and cover here um the, the line was minus two it also was moved to minus two and a half uh and now it's back towards the chargers now at minus one for the dolphins Chargers have, uh, you know, been in a lot of games, but they haven't been able uh, to almost said pull out at the end of games. That would have been some good verbiage. Uh, They have been able to really like close the deal. Uh, And Miami looks like they might've found their guy with Tua. It's not like he plays perfect, but he can take hits, stand in the pocket, make throws when he needs to. He's mobile. He looks fluid, looks comfortable. Um, He's still got a lot of progression to do. Um, I mean, I'm, who am I to say that? I'm no quarterback guru, but uh, two looks pretty good. Miami's going to win here, minus one, I think, especially because it's being played in Miami. Uh, over-unders, 48 and a half. I'd be tempted to take the over. Kind of off those picks this week after a suspect last week. Miami wins here, minus one. Two is their guy, uh, and I like that. Edge, Finska, Vanek. That is all my finish. Oh, I said one. hello. Was it? That's said, what she I, said. I said hello, Finnish friend. <laughs> okay. Wait, um, are you hold on? Are you on Google Translate? No. Yeah. Well, okay. Wait, hold on. Do uh, uh just do uh, do Germany. Do, do do Germany one. Say something like uh. Kuk. That's poop dick. Um. Nathan. <laughs> No, we no, no, no. Dude, as a penalty, I'm going to put out your social security number next episode. You don't know it. 192-731-9921. Nope. Nope. Social security number. No. Nope. Hello, Dutch friend. Did you say hello, my German friends? You and I have uh, a mutual friend who hello, lives in Deutsch Germany. Friend. Have, we have a mutual friend who lives in Germany. Old friend of ours. All right, let's move on. 
Nathan's got two games in a row. He's going to go Baltimore and then the Minnesota game. Take it away. All right. You have Baltimore at New England. Uh, Baltimore is a six and a half point favorite. Uh, it's tough for me. I think that Baltimore's offense is one of the worst in the NFL. Nathan! <laughs> I, okay, it's not one of the worst in the NFL, <laughs> but it's the worst, best offense. It is just Lamar has just been playing like so, I don't like not that great this year. Mark Andrews, Marquise Brown, Willie Sneed, they just can't really do anything with, with the football. They're just so mediocre, I Nicky feel like. Dobbins looks pretty They're good. Still that winning. Was a good pick. No, he is good. And they have still Mark Ingram, but like they're just not doing it. They're winning games still. I think their defense is bailing them out. But um, it's just they, I feel like they just have no person they can go to. And then that makes Lamar feel like he has to do it all. And then he is running around and just gets dropped for losses back to back. It's just tough. Uh, on the other side, New England is equally mediocre. They um, almost lost to the Jets. They did almost lose to the Jets, but Cam Newton pulled it out. I think it'll actually be a pretty good game. I thought I, if you had asked me at the beginning of the year, I said that I would have said this was a really good game. Um, but I like Baltimore to win here. They're a six and a half point favorite. Uh, I like them to win, but I might take New England to cover. I moved to seven. Baltimore. Oh, I moved seven to seven. Point. But that, I don't know if it makes a difference for you. It doesn't really make a difference. I might take New England to cover. Um, no, no. I just like Baltimore <laughs> to win here. Because uh, <laughs> I'm thinking about Lamar and you could see. All right. What about this over under? I mean, it's 43 points. 43 and a half, which. I mean, it seems kind of low for these teams, but as I was just describing what they're all, like, that seems low for these two teams, and when you actually look at the points that these both these teams put up, it's not that crazy. Uh, I think it's an over. You think it's an over? All right, we're going to say it's over. 100% okay, guaranteed. Bet your life on it. <laughs> I'm writing this, this down. I'm going to do it for one of my picks. I'm going to add as a pick. This game's going over 43. I just, I mean, if it, if the Jets and Patriots went over, they scored 20 or 47 or 50 between the two. That was one of the picks I picked under. This game has to go over. I have no statistics. Uh, and now you got, yeah, I think Ravens win here. If the Patriots win, hats off to them, hats off to Bill Belichick. I mean, I like what he said a couple weeks ago. We sold out, we won three Super Bowls. They got to rebuild. I don't know if Cam's the guy, but they look fine. Baltimore gets on track here. That's going to be an interesting thing when they get in the playoffs. So now you got another yeah. game, final game. Yeah, we got Minnesota at uh, Chicago. Minnesota's Minnesota. a three-point favorite, and I think uh, I think Minnesota's going to win. They're going to ride Dalvin Cook all the way to the playoffs. Honestly, they they don't need anyone else on that offense except for Dalvin Cook. That dude is playing out of his mind right yeah. now. Like fucking seven touchdowns last like three weeks. He's just ridiculous. Um, their offensive line is giving him space, and that's all he needs to crease, and he's gone. Irv Smith um, is good. Uh, Justin Jefferson good. is good. Justin Jefferson is good. Yeah, Thielen's been eh, but uh, but man, they they have really picked it up, and I think they're a real real contender in uh, the NFC North. Watch out, Packers. Um, but but yeah, on the Chicago. other side, Chicago. Talk about <laughs> Chicago. I'm going to tell you, I think that Mitch Trubisky is still better than Nick Foles. Tell me, don't complain until you sit down and watch Nick Foles play. Have okay. you watched him play? Have you watched him play? Yeah, I have. I I, I haven't it's watched a full game of him play. Watch a game of him play. Okay. I don't know what he's doing. 
Blame Matt Nagy all you want. I, I seriously don't know what is going through his mind. If he wants to lose, if he wants to get traded, so then he can get pushed into some terrible situation and play out of his mind again. But I, he can't do anything. He can't do anything. Are you taking Minnesota to cover? It's minus three. That's close. Yeah, I think Minnesota's going to cover. I hope Chicago wins just because. <sighs> That's all I got. Dalvin Cook. Ride all Dalvin right. Cook. Over under 43 and a half. Let Dalvin Cook. Oh, yeah. Never mind. Oh, I almost said some. You take that, Russell Wilson. It's definitely what I was. My ass, All right, man. Come on. That's worse than dropping that bomb. Uh, well, that that concludes our picks for uh for week 10. Uh don't know what this podcast is turning into. Definitely, definitely a goofy one. And you know what? We're gonna keep doing that because it's more fun than just all business. We gotta have a little bit of fun. Uh, we got a couple more, you know, we got six more weeks of the regular season, then we'll really be able to dive into the playoffs. Um, saw last episode, we had, you know, like 10 or 12 people that downloaded last episode. That's super cool. Uh, again, we don't have any way to contact anyone, and we're not sure if you guys like really are listening for advice or you just want to, I don't know. I have no idea. So, uh, Nathan, how about you? appreciate it nonetheless. Yeah, we, we do appreciate it. How about you send them off with uh, some impromptu impromptu words into the weekend? Don't don't I'll mix alcohols. Four points or four touchdowns. Uh, <laughs> uh, don't mix alcohol and caffeine. Uh, if it's yellow, let it melt. If it's brown, flush it down. And uh, And the grass is always greener on the other side. Grass is always greener on the other side. Shout out to my aunt, Kim Ng, on getting hired as the uh, GM of the Marlins. First GM in L Sports. So congratulations to her. Thank you guys for listening. Have a great week. Stay positive.